Hello, this is Carolyn Holzman. Welcome to Confessions of an SEO. This is episode five, and I'm going to tell you about my first SEO client. When I put up the shingle that said I was in the SEO business, my first client was my next door business neighbor in the business park where I rented my office. And I know the way that I said that, you'd be inclined to think that those two things happened extremely close together. They did not. In episode one, I shared how truly transformative it was to my experience as a business owner um, when SEO brought me business. And before that time, I had a job. And once that SEO effort kicked in, I it's, it's when they talk about being a rainmaker, that's exactly how I felt. I mean, I had a business. I'd like to tell my friends at the time, SEO didn't just make me revenue, it made me a business owner. And around the time it started to kick in, this was around 2008, 2009, and there was an economic downturn for those of you who weren't there for it. And then, like now, um, but it was for completely different causes. A lot of, a lot of businesses were struggling. I wasn't. There were carloads of customers coming in and ordering their CDs. And around the back, the freight companies, they were offloading uh, skids of finished CDs and DVDs and storing them in my warehouse. And meanwhile, um, the phone was ringing off the hook. I was almost embarrassed. In fact, with each passing day, I began to feel that I might be able to help other businesses. And it might have been at that time um, something uh, where I shifted enjoying the CD production business and began to fall in love with the strategy and process of SEO. So one day my next door neighbor, a business guy, uh, we drove up to our offices at the same time. We were getting out of our car and he was smiling and shaking his head and he said, wow, you're really kicking it all of a sudden. What the heck are you doing? So I said, told him the truth. I've been studying SEO for a year with another SEO in Europe and I learned how to get my business to page one for my main service and not just locally but nationally and he got this funny look on his face and he asked if he could come see me at 11 o'clock well he showed up on the dot and he kind of bared his soul and at the end of it uh, he asked if I would do for his company what I did for mine and with the caveat that he couldn't start anything, he had to wait for five months. And would I wait five months? So on the one hand, it was kind of like the easiest sale I'd ever made. I think because it was a non-sale, um, I had been cold calling local plumbers and roofers because that's what I understood SEOs were supposed to be doing. Uh, I was kind of shocked that here was this guy, he had an in-house marketing director, I had known this guy for a couple of years. And what does it mean waiting five months? I couldn't figure that out. I, I just didn't understand these software guys is kind of how I, I put it down. But I said, okay, you know, if he could tell me what the issues were and what wasn't happening the way he wanted it, um, sure, you know, he could start in, in five months. Um, you know, and I checked for their, their main term and they were the middle of page two. And then I read their website. Oh my gosh, what a load of gobbledygook. Not once on their site did they even use their main keyword phrase. 
And I'm not saying that it wasn't on their homepage. It was just wasn't anywhere on their site. They did not have a webmaster on, on site or on retainer. And while I had spent a year learning SEO, I had spent a year learning WordPress, which is a website software system. And this particular site was basically HTML. For, for those of you who don't know what that is, don't worry about it. For those of you who know what it is, I don't have to say anything. So, so now I was also looking at trying how to figure out how HTML worked. So at least I thought, okay, well, I got five months to sort of figure this out. Um, so anyway, um, I, I think, I think I just need to say that, you know, in WordPress, it was super easy. Like if I wanted to correct a misspelled word, I just log into the dashboard, find my page, double click and make the change and hit save. But with HTML sites, this particular one required, um, FTP and that's file transfer protocol software that would let me log into where the files were actually hosted. And there was a page of code that looked like I was in the matrix and I'd have to find the paragraph. And frankly, it was, it was nerve wracking uh, in anticipation. But like most things, necessity is the mother of invention. And that part worked out okay in the end. And I learned HTML in the meantime. So finally, when the five month waiting period had ended, honestly, I had forgotten about it. I was pretty busy with the CD production, but one day I drove up to the office and he was standing outside clutching a folder waiting for me in front of my office door. And so he smiled and said, okay, we're all yours. Do we need to ink a deal? And I'd done a little research. Uh, like I said, in the meantime, on both keyword phrases and the changes, I felt the site needed. So I said, well, let me grab my notes and we'll, we'll meet at your office so we're not disturbed. So when I walked in, I saw the marketing director had packed his office up. Turned out it was his last day. And sadly, and suddenly, I surmise that most likely the, that VP had given his marketing director until that day to turn things around or he was letting him go. So now I understood the source of the previous and consistent prickliness towards me from the marketing director. So I'm thinking, great, <laughs> what a great start. But um, meanwhile, that was the deal. Um, the, the, the issue was they were stuck. They had hit 1.25 million in revenue for three years running and couldn't get over that. And it didn't matter how many Chamber of Commerce memberships they had, trade shows they went to, how many lists they bought, they just couldn't move the needle and they were really interested in getting more business from their website. So we came up with a, a monthly retainer and frankly, I did them a very fair deal because basically I figured for a first client, since I was also an unproven um, quantity, that um, I just needed to prove, I think to myself, that I could get the same type of results outside of the CD duplication terms. Okay, that's that's kind of like where my mindset was. It's so funny. I think about it now, but but I also felt that I just needed to be take be comfortable taking them on. So um, I found them to be very easy to convince to modify content. Which, as I look back on it, I think they may have ruined me for other clients. <laughs> they completely trusted me and were totally sold on the concept 
that I wouldn't be suggesting specific changes if I didn't think it would be beneficial to them. So within four months, they were slowly crawling up the local search results, and pretty soon we were getting national tracking. And when I say that, that's a, a search term that didn't require the city being in it. So we started first with um, search terms that included the city that we were in, but then also taking that out, it was a completely different set of search results. So we were starting to really crawl up into the, um, you know, just into the non-local results. And boy, did they take off. Uh, within 12 months, they doubled their revenue. So now that would make it like two and a half million. And in the second year of agreement, they ended up knocking on the door at five million in revenue. I remember getting the nicest call from someone who uh, was working in their customer service. I was software, so he was handling a lot of the tech support. And he called me up specifically to say how grateful he was for the work that I was doing for the company. And he said it had his job had been on the bubble around the time they hired me for the SEO. And thanks to the big increase in customers, his services had become more valuable to the operation. And they wanted he you know he wanted me to let me know how much it meant to him. And I have to say, there's nothing like being told while you're doing something that you suspect is your calling to get a call or a phone call that confirmed it was making a real difference in someone's life. Now, this is where things got interesting. Everywhere I went, I was seeing this particular competitor of theirs in the results. And I began to get so familiar with their work, I could tell that they had multiple websites. And the amount of content getting added to at least the 10 sites I could identify, I figured they had to have an in-house SEO division in their marketing plan, in their marketing department. E either that or they were spending a lot of money every month for SEO. So I made the decision to monitor these other sites for topics and keywords and next thing I know, we're pretty much giving them a run for their money. And when I say we, you know, I really mean me. So I started to look for other opportunities for them. And I can't quite figure out if this is a, a, a blessing or a curse, but I've never been able to stop at the water's edge. You know, if I could help a business get a new stream of customer, um, you know, my thinking was always if that works out, it would be great because when it comes time to increase my fees, I feel like I would be simply sharing in the, the work that had already brought in uh, more revenue. So getting them onto lists of government agencies to go for their services, things like that. Um, if I saw an opportunity, I always suggested that. Um, now you think I was doing so great. We'd achieved all these desired goals. There's no question there was a connection between what I was doing and their success. They didn't do anything else new. They always had like a newsletter. They'd always gone to trade shows. The only thing that diff was different was the work that got them from the middle of page two onto the top spots uh, everywhere and increasing the number of keywords they were ranking for. Then one day I got a call from the from the VP. They really appreciated what I'd done for them. And they were being courted by, wait for it, 
that competitor that I had kept my client in a ranking race with, those guys. They were in negotiations to be bought out by their biggest competitor. Oh, and by the way, that month would be the last month they would need my services to make sure the invoice got in by a specific date. And that they would put in a good for me, a good word for me with the new owners, but obviously couldn't promise anything. Now, this is a while back. This deal went down for about 12 million. I don't begrudge them their success, but knowing what I know now, <laughs> I think I would have negotiated a piece of the company as well as uh, lower than retail fee. I, I could have waited for that. Um, so how's that for this biggest woulda, shoulda, coulda? And I only share this because I, moving forward through stories, this story and stories like this, I have really decided to be more asset driven. Um, no more transference of knowledge in exchange for check. I've gotten a lot pickier. And and I think in some ways, you know, people can tell you these things, but sometimes you have to go through the experience. You know, it's not just about SEO, it's about business, it's about understanding your worth, understanding the value you bring to the table, and creating a situation where people see, your clients see the connection of the dots between what you're doing and their experience. So anyway, that's it for now. Um, thanks for listening. Now, if you have any questions or comments, I, I wanted to make sure, I, I don't think I've mentioned this before, but you can, um, you can email them to confessions at American Way Media. And that's it for this episode of Confessions of an SEO. This is Carolyn Holzman, and I'll see you in the SERPs.